actually this weather update brought to you by or DACA, arguing it was illegally created by then President Obama in 2012. Fox says Sean Langell, as the Justice Department prepares an appeal, the president is calling on Congress to provide a permanent solution for the Dreamers. No matter where you are in the U.S., COVID-19 cases are heading in the wrong direction. The Delta variant largely to blame. Hospitalizations and deaths are rising among unvaccinated people. And the nation's vaccination drive is slow to a crawl with only about 48 percent of the population fully protected. Fox says jail NATO. Much of Europe is also dealing with a stubborn uptick of COVID-19 cases. In Greece, access to indoor dining, bars and movie theaters is off limits unless patrons can show proof of vaccination or that they recently recovered from COVID. Calm has been restored on the streets of Cuba following days of anti-government protest, but the internet is still mostly offline. When they get internet back, it's over. The Cuban people are fed up with the Castro regime, and it's still the Castro regime. Let's remember that. Senate Republican Rick Scott of Florida on Fox and Friends. President Biden said earlier this week that the U.S. is looking at ways to possibly reinstate internet access on the island. America's listening to Fox News. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. There is always someone doing something stupid somewhere. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Join me, Jason Chaffetz, every Wednesday as I shed light on the news and make some predictions along the way. You never know who will drop in. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Connect to Fox News Audio and the Fox News app. Listen to hear your favorite hosts like Brian Kilmeade, Jimmy Fallon, and Guy Benson standing up for what's right live and via podcast. Just click listen, then swipe right and hear the latest news updates on your time. And scroll down to hear the latest podcasts from Fox News. And it's even easier to listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Get programming alerts and notifications. Fox News Audio is on the Fox News app. The Voices America Trusts. Downloaded now. New evidence won't be considered by the Iowa judge who oversaw the Molly Tibbetts murder case, but a hearing will be held later this month on a motion for a new trial. Back in May, Christian Rivera was convicted of Tibbetts' murder, but since then his lawyers contend that two new witnesses have come forward to support a claim they raised during the trial, that two other men committed the murder. Robert Reed was the jury foreman. He tells Fox and Friends he's convinced of Rivera's guilt. We had the blood in the car. Um, he was there before she was, you know, when she was alive and then after she was alive. He was the only one that could bring the, um, anyone to her body, and he admitted that. The two men named by defense attorneys as potential suspects have denied having anything to do with Tibbetts' murder. There's a manhunt in Houston for a gunman who shot someone in the leg at the Galleria shopping mall last night. Police say the suspect also engaged in a shootout with an officer who wasn't hurt. It's just unfortunate, and, and you know what, as the chief, my support team, and our citizens, you know, the Galleria, and it, it just doesn't make any sense, but I, but I say this, our citizens, the majority of our people are good people, they, they really are. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner, the mall was locked down for a few hours. In one part of New England, there's a big to-do happening this weekend. 
thousands of volunteers in Maine are headed out on boats and kayaks on more than 300 lakes statewide to tally Maine's loon population, a yearly count that began almost 40 years ago, tracking population trends across the decades and to understand more about the loon's status and the health of Maine's lakes. At last count, in the southern half of Maine, the loon population is strong at over 3,000. Fox's Jeff Manasso. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. Uh, volume on the mic. Volume on the mic. I expect it to be a lot easier. I thought it was going to be a piece of cake. I didn't know what step to take next. I was transitioning from the military. I was a vehicle gunner. An avionics specialist. I was an MP, military police. My friends thought I could do anything. I missed my unit, my family. Playing with my daughter, I, I felt like a stranger. I was overwhelmed. I couldn't sleep. I just wanted to be by myself. I didn't have a clear sense of what to do next. I was too proud. And then I thought, if I'm going through this, other veterans have gone through it too, too right? It started to open up. And it made a huge difference. So I reached out and I saw that I wasn't alone. Because before I was able to take on my next mission, I had to take on just taking care of myself. To find purpose. purpose. Go to maketheconnection.net to learn how other veterans have overcome the challenges of transitioning out of the military. This weather update brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. Your Saturday forecast will feature sunshine with a few clouds this afternoon. Slight chance for afternoon and early evening thunder. Highs upper 80s, low 90s with lows tonight, middle and upper 50s. Most areas dry for Sunday. Temps again upper 80s, low 90s. Any showers or storms should be confined to the foothills and mountain areas. Then dry Monday and Tuesday. Highs again in the lower 90s. I day weather meteorologist Don Watzel.
So could All right, I got on uh, P1. I got levels now on P1 and P2. You're on. You're on. All right, I'm on. Okay. I, I guess we're just going to go for it then. I'm on a delay. This. We're, we're trying to work out this uh, remote this thing and one of the biggest problems is right now we're on about a 10 second delay so even more disturbing than usual I'm having to hear myself 10 seconds after I speak. Um, okay so I am here with Gay and Craig Wilson. We are talking, uh, we are here with the cubby hole and we are going to basically talk about classic cars, about the storage of classic cars, about the storage of, oh, and now you can use the microphone. Oh, gee. Ah. No, he gave me a lot. Okay, so, so, so Gay is this wonderful lady with a great smile, wonderful attitude, and Craig is this really awesome classic car guy who wants nothing to do with the microphone, but because of the breakdown in our fine technology, Craig is now involved. Well... He gave me a lot of grief for not wanting to get on the microphone. So, but I noticed they screwed up the transmission. Can I give him grief? Oh, absolutely, because I just passed it straight on to the the boss. Oh, well, I you know, I, you see, this this is why I love doing the radio show, right? For two glorious hours on a Saturday.
And today with me, I am proud as ever and all the way from Great Britain. And of course, many of you have heard my father, Hugh Dodson, with me over the years. Did our first Cargab show ever before the show even had a name way back in uh, November of 2007. I'm proud to have my father back on today and we can uh, have some... I don't know, some conversations. You may have heard these stories before, you may not have, but they're always fun, and one of the best parts is I get to record these, so that they're down for posterity. Anyway, good morning, dear father. How are you? I am very well, and how very nice to hear you. I'm appalled to think how long the show has been going on. I very much remember, very happily, the first one we did, do you remember we sat in the car driving down to the studio and said, what are we going to talk about? We really ought to do some planning. No, we didn't, and we still haven't. And of course, we did spend many hours over the last three minutes working out what we were going to talk about today, and we realized that, well, we're just going to do the same thing and have some fun with us, and that's what this is going to be about. So, you know, I want to go back. That first show, I wish it was recorded um, in some ways, although with my complete lack of ability in those days, not that it's improved greatly, um, probably a good thing it wasn't but when what i am and what i have become in the car and motorcycle fanatic thing that is me you do realize is entirely your fault oh well my back is broad fortunately i get blamed for everything oh yes you poor thing i i'm just sure i'm sure my, my mother's in the background going yes oh you poor thing did you hear it? I, I, <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> no, Nick, honestly, over, over the many years, whether it was sitting around the dining room table or whether it was going for miles and miles in the car, the one thing we never had a problem was is thinking about what we were talk about. Well, as, um, as Shrek says about uh, Donkey, it's not getting him to talk that's the problem. <laughs> Thinking of things to talk about on motorcycles and anything with engines and steam and railways and all the rest of it, there's so much to talk about and it's all been such fun. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, and of course, where did your, what was your first memory of something automotive? And of course, it's strange that I've ended up, well not strange, it's probably uh, fate that I ended up doing what I've done, but of course, your father was in the automotive, the trucking industry more, but he was involved in the industry when he worked. Uh, yeah, um, and it goes back even further. Um, he had a, a very hard time when he came home from India in the 1930s. Um, he'd been with um, two firms in, in uh, India, um, having been in the First World War, um, and there were no jobs here. So he, like his brothers, um, took himself off to India and he worked for uh, an agricultural um, machinery company initially who also imported um, Model T Fords in KD form. And KD form or CKD, complete knockdown. So they basically, yeah. they came a bit like a power sports unit today. They come in a crate and you bolt them together, right? Absolutely, and I have got some pictures somewhere, um, I think you may even have copies of them, of the buffalo carts coming in with big boxes on the back, and about an hour later, there was a Model T Ford. 
Yep. And met the original kit car. Yeah, and of course, the, the Model T being the first production car on a production line, although by the time it came in CKD, it wasn't really a production line. It was probably more of a large shed. It, the, the shed was unbelievable. It didn't even have a hard surface floor. It was dirt. Yeah. I, <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful. Anyway, the old boy, he did that first, and then he moved on and uh, became an agent for Dunlop's. And uh, he came back to England in the mid-30s with a promise from Dunlop for an executive position, which they reneged on. Yep. So the Eboyle thing was, was out of work, and a very good friend of his, um, Dizzy Disternal, who was the next Royal Engineer, um, a much decorated Royal Engineer officer, and one of the um, funniest people I've ever met. He was, uh, and just for people, I I met uh, w- uh, this family friend known as Dizzy, um, and Dizzy was everything that an adult should be but shouldn't be um, to a seven-year-old child. He did all the misbehaving things which just delighted me as a kid, and I have great memories of him. <laughs> so have I. He was, a, he was another father to me. He taught me all terrible things, like sitting in the garden where they'd got a pond, and he'd get a bowl of cherries, and we would sit on the bench, and we had to spit the stones from the cherries into the pond. <laughs> <laughs> and we competed over this. And here was a man who was older than my father, actually, behaving like an absolute lunatic. Well, I always remember his dear wife, Phyllis, being absolutely horrified at the things he was teaching to my sister Izzy and myself. All you heard was, Eric, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> they, they lived in uh, a, a little town east of London called Loughton. And I used to go there when my sister was being taken back to school. I would have a lovely day uh, with them. And uh, as you went in the front door, the staircase went up to the second floor. And at the top, Phyllis had a little table with an arrangement of um, flowers and grasses and sort of feathers. And it was in a pot at the top. And Dizzy used to think it was tremendous fun if I stayed at the bottom (laughs) and he would get the grasses and he would hurl them down the stairs with the intention of spearing me. Yes, which of course was terribly, you know, um, uh, responsible. (laughs) Once it was done, of course, he ran out of... of Ammunition, yes. Phil, dear Phyllis, she didn't understand the fact that if she then collected them and put them back in the pot with a, oh, Eric, as she always did. Then he had more ammunition. And this would go on for, for hours. <laughs> Tremendous fun. Anyway, he, he gave my father a job um, in what was called magpie engineering. And then came the war, and magpie engineering was given a contract to um, maintain um, delivery trucks uh, uh, distributing ammunition around uh, the London area, so they were. It was a reserved occupation, as they called it. So he didn't have to get back into the army, nor nor did Dizzy. So well, were of course, they were. They were both pretty good age, even then, at, th- at that point. 
yeah, I, my father was born in um, 1898, so he was uh, he was 40, 40-ish when the war started. Yeah. Um, and Dizzy was probably 45, 46, a little bit older. Um, and they ran this business with a man who became my godfather, Hugh Blundell Hawks. Mm-hmm. And the three of them were juvenile delinquents. <laughs> they were appalling. Uh, I wonder where we got it from. Well, that was exactly what I was going to say to your listeners. <laughs> Why is it not a surprise that you and I are as we are? <laughs> Uh, they used to have um, a fleet of Humber one-ton trucks um, for delivering all this stuff. And of course, they were, because the, the services, particularly the army and the back-act batteries, were in desperate need of ammunition constantly, the one-tonners were desperately overloaded. Yeah. Um, and they'd trundle off um, to the, the war sites with their loads. Um, and usually come back with either certainly broken springs and broken axles. So they were all pretty busy. Um, but the War Department wasn't satisfied that they were doing enough. So my father and Dizzy and, and Hugh Bluntle Hawks would be hauled off the, the workshop floor um, in East London and would be taken off to do fire watching. And that was where you stood on the top of a high building um, and looking out for where the incendiary bombs were being dropped on London. And if one of those actually ignited a fire, they had to phone and inform a central uh, authority who'd get the fire engines out there and the rescue people to try and help. Um, And he spent some pretty cold, miserable nights sitting up on what was then called the Board of Trade Building up by Charing Cross Station. Um, Hours and hours of staying there, phoning in, saying a whole number of incendiaries just been dropped over Shoreditch or wherever else, and directing the fire engines to get to it. Yeah, an incredibly important job. Yes, it was. Uh, I don't think they were ever really regarded as being anything other than, um, well, they're helping a bit. Well, that was that's so typical when you listen to history and you listen to folks who, and of course, most people are now longer no longer with us. Um, but they just counted it as part of being, uh, uh, you know, the the typical British stiff upper lip almost. Well, they just got on with it. Yeah, it was something that had to be done. Um, and I, if this was going to help the war effort, well, they all rallied round. And I, um, after the Battle of Britain in 1941, um, we, we, uh, my mother, my sister and I had been shafted off to um, uh, west, uh, a little town the west of England. And quite honestly, we knew nothing about the war. Nothing ever happened over there. Yeah. So it was all a bit of a mystery when poor old father traipsed down there to see us the occasional weekend and spent virtually his entire time fast asleep. He was absolutely knackered. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course, uh, also probably both both mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by time, by 1943, there was some sort of thought, completely wrong as it happened, that the war was coming to an end. Yeah. And we were brought back to um, a village the, uh, on the east side of London, 
which was could not have been a worse choice, honestly. We had the wonderful North Weald Air Defence uh, RAF base just up the road from us, where the Spitfires and Hurricanes were constantly fighting off uh, the Germans coming in to bomb London. Yeah. And we were there um, as the V1s, the Doodlebugs, and then the V2s arrived. And uh, I suppose one has to look at this. The fact is really rather lucky that you're able to sit in America, because if I had been killed by the V2 that landed just up the road from us, no one would ever have known you. No one would be very sad. Well, well, it would certainly, yes, appalling. And uh, I, I want to go back to that story here in a minute. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with more stories here on AM650 KGAB. John, we can't keep putting this off. Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad. Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house. We can make his house safer. Yeah, I worry about the steps. In perfect world, there are no steps, but he does have steps. And that banister only goes halfway up. And all those little throw rugs are falls waiting to happen. So what about his prescription meds? If he forgets and takes them twice, he could get really dizzy. Right. We could get him one of those daily pill counters. And he should have some sturdy hand grips in the bathroom and shower. This is all easy to do. You know he's a proud guy. He's not going to take all our fussing lying down. That's the idea. For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For more tips on making homes safer, visit orthoinfo.org slash falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Now please, clean the gutters. Just be careful on the ladder. Okay, we are going to try this again. We do have a huge delay, so I'm going to sound a little strange uh, talking to myself, but we have decided that this is not my fault. Of course it's not my fault, because I'm perfect. Um, but I do have Craig and Gay Wilson here, and it is not their fault either. Other than they chose to develop this on Haunted Road. 
But we are on Haunted Road and Del Range, which is a really cool name, particularly for somebody like me who grew up next to the most haunted village in Kent. It was called Pluckley. And they, there was actually a pub at the bottom of the hill. Believe it or not, they have a lot of pubs in England. And one was called Ghost. And there was, there was never, an, a landlord that never lasted more than about five years without being driven out of there. <laughs> and it was the ghost of the original publican. Well, we're pretty sure that this place is haunted. So, But that's okay, because they're friendly ghosts who love classic cars. That is Thank very you. obvious, because the Shelby got really happy when it got here. Yeah. So I have no fear of that whatsoever. And what you need to do, so we have Haunted Road, we have a ghost here, and he is an extra layer of security for this amazing facility that you guys have just built. So what we have, Craig and Gay Wilson are with me, we have the cubby hole. We are on Del Range and Haunted Road. Please come and see us, because otherwise these poor folks are going to have a look at me for another hour and a half. Um, and we are going to chat about why they did this, um, how they did this, and that's probably going to take at least another seven hours, because the poor things have had all the usual craziness with contractors and everything else that goes on typically when you do a project, and how you can, how and why, if you are a person who has vehicles which are either outside or in situations which aren't ideal for them, why you should consider coming and looking at the cubby hole and uh, quite honestly joining into this fun. So, why did you do this? We started to talk about it, but not everybody heard, so let's try this now. Okay, so go ahead and tell. We uh, decided to change our lifestyle and do a little camping. So my wife, in her one of her late night internet searches, found a 1961 Shasta Air Flight Retro that was built by Forest River. The day she got out of school, she's an elementary teacher. We drove up to Grand Rapids, Michigan and bought this trailer, brought it home and parked it in front of the house and realized that one good hailstorm, we could kiss that goodbye. So I went all over town. I could not find a place inside storage to put this trailer. So we had property on Dell Range. We decided maybe we ought to just buy or build our own since we had the problem, others going to have the problem. And my wife started doing some research on that and found some places in Colorado that had a clubhouse and uh, their units were for sale. So we went down, visited them, took a look at them and, and everything and decided that we didn't just want storage units. What we wanted is a place, a culture, where people could buy the unit, put their classic car, their boat, their motor home, their fifth wheel, or just storage and have a clubhouse where they could get together as friends. We have a barbecue grill, three, three uh, patios, and the clubhouse has a fireplace, big screen TV, bar tables, wet bar, warming kitchen, bathrooms. We tried to put into this unit everything that people told us they didn't have in other units and stuff. So. We kind of, you know, like if you had a car club and you wanted to have a car club meeting, this is the perfect place for it. Uh, wine club, uh, you could 
you know, use the clubhouse. Owners get use of the clubhouse. So I'll turn that over to my wife, who really has been the brains behind the whole outfit. She's organized it. She, I mean, it's incredible the work that she has done to fine-tune this. I would say we have done, yeah. Well, that's what, you know, this is what Brooke and I do all the time with our businesses. And I, after 20 years of now working together with her, which means she is a saint, by the way, <laughs> um, I have realized that Brooke is the business and I'm the mascot. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it does work, particularly as a couple, when you are running a business. I mean, you guys are understanding the stresses of that. I'm sure there's been times when you have both wanted to drive away from this and wish you'd never seen it. That happens. It still happens to me 20 years into various shops. Um, as much as I love what I do, there are frustrations, and particularly when you're doing it together, because you'd never quite escape it. Well, you know, you know, we actually work really well together. Yeah. And so I appreciate Craig giving me a lot of credit, but this was definitely a 50-50 partnership in trying to... You know, he would take care of certain aspects that yeah. I couldn't take care of because I was working full time and he's my honeydew guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you navigate it together, right? It's part of it. And look at what you've achieved. I mean, this is beautiful. Thank you. you know, um, one I've, of the things that we're not developers. No. We've never developed anything before in our life. Well, I developed a fungus once. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, it's been a learning process, and, and I'm going to give a lot of kudos to the, uh, we've met a lot of wonderful people. In fact, if you'll remember, Nick, back in 2017, I called you up and, and kind of laid it out and asked if you would sit down with me, go through your thoughts on some sort of a complex like this, yeah. and you took time out of your day back in 2017 to talk to me about your thoughts on something like this. Well, and quite honestly, it was something I had seen actually in other countries. Um, Germany particularly has really run with some of these. Um, and in 17, uh, I had, I think when you came in, it was probably August or September, yep. if I remember right. Because I had just been with Brooke on the Shelby trip, and we had gone to this amazing facility with a clubhouse, storage for, I mean, and then there were cars there from million, multi-million dollar Mercedes to um, incredible motorcycles, Ferraris, blah, 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 blah. But it really did bring it forward to me that so many people I know have a classic car, or they, they get overexcited because we do. Car people oh, yeah. get overexcited. I mean, you did it with the trailer. Oh, look at this. That's great. And you go off and buy it, and you're terribly happy, and you go, oh. Now what? <laughs> where do we put this thing? Uh, we live in a massive hail capital, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to risk these vehicles, motorcycles, campers, Anything you have, you've got your heart and soul in some of these vehicles, particularly if you have done the restoration yourself. And the last thing you need is a large piece of ice coming out of the sky and destroying it. Hence, what you've done is, quite honestly, going to be such a boon for Cheyenne. And the fact that you are doing it in an ownership format, I think, is incredibly important. It was interesting. I was driving home the other day, coming from the Cubby Hole. And I didn't, about a block from my house, neighbor had his, his uh, garage door open, and I looked in there, 
He had a 67 Stingray sitting in one side of his garage. He had packing boxes sitting up on top of it. He had blankets mm -hmm. and stuff. The other side, uh, he put his car in there, and I'm going, a 67 Stingray sitting in a double car garage with boxes, storage boxes sitting on top of it. It about broke my heart. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I think you're doing that is so smart is that you are selling these to people. One is real estate, so it's going to go up in value. Let's face it, Front Range is headed this direction. Whether we like it or not, and I'm not going to get into that with any of you, just deal with it. Um, but it is so when somebody owns something, right, they own it. They take pride in it. You're going to have a lot of people coming through here with very, very nice cars, trailers. Everything that comes in here is going to be pretty valuable. When you own this space, you have to take care of it because it's yours. Yep. And you've got to keep the value in it. I think the ownership idea against the leasing idea is so much is so much better. We've all seen those TV shows where they cut the lock off and they open the door to that grossy st storage shed, and it's a disaster in there. Yeah. That's not going to happen here because everybody owns it. Well, and we built. We really wanted to build a quality facility. So, it's and you've and by by having people as owners. You're going to keep that, you know, that dream of yours having quality is going to continue because anybody who comes in here is going to want to keep it that way because they have their own personal money in the value of that, of this whole facility. So it's in their interest to look after it. It is, and that was one of the things we considered. You know, we looked at maybe doing a rental, but we just decided we didn't want to have to get into monthly rentals and what happens with monthly rentals. Yep. Um, and having that happen to us, and we just didn't. We wanted to provide a quality facility that we could just sell, and people would take pride in ownership. Yep. And so that's why we put a lot of time and effort into planning this out and researching it correctly. And we would go down to Colorado. Um, and look at different facilities down there that you could buy. Mm -hmm. um, and we would stop and ask people, you know, what is it that you like about it? What is it that you don't like? What would you change? And then the big question was, if you buy one of these, can you turn around and sell it for a profit? And every single person we talked to, they turned around and sold it for a profit. Yeah. So basically what you're doing is you're buying a piece of real estate and it's again, all steel construction. So you're, it's not cheap and it's not going away. No, it's not. I mean, it's I, I bought be here forever. and insulated. <laughs> yeah, they're all, they're all completely insulated. They have spray foam insulation on the outside walls and the ceilings yep. batting in between. They have insulated roll up garage doors that are 12 by 14. You've got 18-foot interior, 16 to 18-foot interior ceiling heights. Yep. So if you do, and by the way, you are not discouraging people from working on their vehicles here. Not at that all. Is That's something we, you want to have. That is completely opposite to 99% of anywhere that you're going to store a vehicle in this area. They don't want you in there. The yeah. last, in fact, they, one of the things you sign typically at any storage shed, quotation marks, is it is a storage shed. You don't work in it. Right. And that's, we want people out here. We yeah. want people out here working on their vehicles. We want people out here enjoying the clubhouse, utilizing yep. it. And that's what we built it for. We didn't want to build this beautiful clubhouse and it is beautiful. It is absolutely it gorgeous. Is and we are on uh, Delrange and Haunted Road. So come see us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is open now. <laughs>
things that I really enjoy about this is the variety of people that have talked to us. We, we had one per client that purchased it. He's going to put all of his household from moving and uh, his relatives into one of the units, but he also deals in rare coins and gold. They don't really want those clients coming to his personal home because they might get the idea he's got gold and stuff. They're buying it because this clubhouse is a great place for him to bring a client in mm -hmm. and do business with what he's doing. The other thing is we had a, a purchaser buy one. He's going to open up his, he's going to move his wood shop out of his basement because his wife can't stand the noise. <laughs> and he's going to put it all in one of these units, come out during when his free time, he's a hobby woodworker, mm -hmm. and set up his wood shop out here. So there's a lot. So you didn't see that when you first came up with this idea. I bet you didn't even consider that as a possibility. No, as we've got into this and, you know, when we got into it and learned all the different things that you could possibly do. Mm -hmm. And that's the, you know, people think storage units just storing stuff. But it's so much more than just using it for a storage. We had a lady call and wanted to use it for an art studio. Absolutely. And she would ship it, on, you know, on the internet. Um, a couple of things that we do have, because we have pretty strict covenants because we do want to keep it a nice facility and we absolutely. want to provide people who buy out here protection for their property absolutely and so we you know you it's limited in as far as like business wise you cannot have a business that has like foot traffic in and out yep and you cannot have a business that has employees on site yep. because we didn't want a lot of people coming and going all the time and then people having to worry that have nice you know classic cars out here mm -hmm. or like our trailer and not have to worry about who's coming and going yeah so that way you have security codes at, that you can get in with and you know if you want to use the clubhouse you know you can use it anytime you want to use it um, people who buy a unit out here you also then become a member of the condominium association so you can use our clubhouse whenever you want yep and it has bathrooms and part of the reason the original reason reason for the clubhouse was we couldn't put well we could have um, put bathrooms in each unit but because we're in the county it was going to be very expensive because they wanted to put oil separators in each one yep because maybe people dumping yeah oil. dumping oil or whatever and that actually i think protects you i think that was a smart decision on your part um but again what you have is a facility where we can Bring any kind of thing, and be it a wood shop, be it a classic car. I'm seeing a gorgeous Challenger Hellcat just pull right through your doors. Actually, it's a Charger, sorry. I think I might be Mr. Langley, actually. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so we are getting people coming out here. So, uh, yeah, Craig, go, go, go tackle it. <laughs> Get that sale, that, that, that'll be Mr. Ron Langley, who is one of the great classic uh, uh, Mopar guys in this entire area. Um, anyway, you, you've got these wonderful facilities. You've got it properly secured, lots of cameras, an amazing clubhouse. Um, this is a, I understand this is probably somewhat scary as you're getting into it. Now you've finally got it open. I don't see these lasting long. I really don't. And you've got, how many units are we sitting we beside? We have a third. We have 31 units and we and have you've a, already, third of them, a third of it sold already. Already gone. Yeah. And it just opened. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. That's We're amazing. excited. And, yeah. And we have been excited about this. It got frustrating because it's taken so long to get built. Yeah. Um, it took two years to actually get it built. 
Um, you know, we had some contractor issues. Oh, shock horror, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ne for, never seen that before. Well, for first-time developers, it was it, it has been a tough road to hoe. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur isn't always all what it's cracked up to be. We've learned a lot of valuable, valuable lessons. I'm sure um, you but have. The, you know, I'm going to give some kudos out here because the person that really saved our butt was Randy Poppert. Oh, he's, um, he's one of the best. Architects and construction, and he is one of the best. He is the best, yeah. in my opinion, yep. or our opinion. Um, so he came along, got his people in here, got it finished to where we could start selling units. Because we were hoping that once we got it finished, you know, people would find the value in buying a facility, you know, a storage condo instead of renting. Yeah. And so he's made that But this all is totally different from renting. Because, again, the, what you called it is a storage condo with a clubhouse. Look at what we're sitting in here. When you go to a storage facility... You've got a concrete box, typically with no power, um, typically with the inability to, use, to do any kind of work there. Um, typically, quite honestly, any kind of renter can go in there, and that means there's a variety of people, some who may not be entirely honest. Or take care of the facility. Or take care of the facility. What you have done with your business plan is completely change that mindset. And I, I'm... I'm it is quite honestly why I'm sitting here going, uh, yeah, after this, I'm probably going to have to... sell you a unit. You're probably going to go out there and sell me a unit, yeah. And also, one of the things that... Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about pricing as we go further down. And there is a sticker shock when you are buying something. However, I did some... some some quick, simple napkin math. And for those of you who know me, know that I tend to run around with my entire business in my back pocket, hence the importance of Brooke. Um, but those numbers, when you look at it, completely make sense when you're owning this. It does. And then, apart from the fact, when you go to a storage facility, I believe that their clubhouse typically is an umbrella by the front gate. Yeah. Maybe, if you're lucky. I don't know. <laughs> it sure as heck isn't this. This is no. fabulous. Guys, we are at the cubbyhole on Delrange and Haunted Road. You've got to come look at this clubhouse. Come and see that I truly do have a face for radio. However, I do have the lovely Gail Wilson with me. So, so we are uh, covered on, on that thing, thank goodness. And we are having an open house today from 11 till 2. So, so we once hope I'm off the air, come out and see us. Come out and take a look at what this place has done. Um, I believe we need to take a break. Uh, is that right, Greg? Yes. All right, we're going to take a break and we'll be back here. AM 650. This weather update brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. Your Saturday forecast will feature sunshine with a few clouds this afternoon. Slight chance for afternoon and early evening thunder. Highs upper 80s, low 90s with lows tonight, middle and upper 50s. Most areas dry for Sunday. Temps again upper 80s, low 90s. Any showers or storms should be confined to the foothills and mountain areas. Then dry Monday and Tuesday. Highs again in the lower 90s. i day weather meteorologist Don Watson. Who do I perform for? I perform for all the awesome composers whose music deserves to be heard. I perform for all the stagehands who make sure I never miss a cue. I perform for our high school choir director who taught me to breathe from the diaphragm and sing from the heart. Speech, debate, theater, music, 
The performing arts teach valuable life lessons that typically aren't taught in the classroom. They help high school students learn leadership skills that prepare them to enjoy more satisfying, productive lives. I perform for Mrs. Evans, my high school debate coach, who has helped me become more confident than I ever dreamed possible. This message presented by the Wyoming High School Activities Association and the high school in your community. Hey, I've got a question for you. Who will you perform for? Road and Del Range. What is the cubby hole? Well, I'm glad you asked because I have a beautiful lady with me here who is going to tell us all about it again. Um, we're also going to tell a couple of stories about how I've done this as well. Uh, you, know, you go off and you see a car or you're on eBay when you shouldn't be, particularly when your other <laughs> half isn't looking, and you find a car and you make a it's completely inappropriate bid and you win the darn thing. And then what do you do? Well, first you have to get past your partner and say, oh yes, by the way. Um, and then after that you go, oh goodness, where do I put this fabulous vehicle, trailer, motorcycle, whatever you just bought? Well, you have the answer, don't you, Kevin? I do. It's called the cubby hole. Yeah. And <laughs> we have different sizes here at the cubby hole. And they are what? We've got a 14 by 25, a 14 by 50, and a 20 by 45. Um, and the 20 by 45 is kind of a large um, one door in and out. It does. And it has a walkthrough door as well. A walkthrough door as well. 14 by 50s, you only have a couple of those left though, but uh, those are drive-throughs. So for those of you out there with a big motorhome that is constantly worried about um, having to, to avoid the hail, I mean, how many of you have built, uh, considered building a building? On your land, if you have the land, and then you realize that, oh, by the way, the contract is seven years out. You have no idea what steel and lumber prices are going to do by the time you've built the thing. And you've got all the fun of dealing with the county and all of those things. Well, these guys at the cubbyhole, they've done all that. And it's here, and it's completely secure, and you've got a fabulous clubhouse. Um, and quite honestly, it's a less money than it would cost you just to build your own facility um, and not have the availability of all these other things. All these units 
110 volt and 220 volt power, right? Yep, they have all the units have three 110s. They all have a 220. So if you want to plug in a heater to keep it warm in the winter, you can do that. They're extremely well insulated. Yep. Um, so it would not take much. They have 12 by 14 insulated overhead garage doors that have a remote as well as a keypad um, entry into it. They're very well insulated. The thing we like the best about them is we made them tall enough so that you could put a mezzanine in the back of the unit to give you extra square foot footage, which of course cheapens up your square foot price. Well, and the other thing about that is because you own it, you can do that. That's if right. If you leased it, you can't. Yeah, don't that's right. Don't touch it. Don't do anything. This is ours, not yours. You're just borrowing well, it. And, and, you spend, can, and by the way, when you lease it, you're also paying somebody else's mortgage, just so you know. That's right. And you can you, you can do whatever you want with it. You know, if you want to put a man cave up there, you know, knock yourself out. You know, put in your TV. We do have Wi-Fi the access to each building. So if you want to get internet inside your building, you can do that. Yep. And you can turn it into your own little man cave um, or lady cave or whatever you want to call whatever it. Whatever you call it. <laughs> Um, we are getting into the top of the hour here, uh, so we, we will be uh, kicked off by the news in the next couple of minutes. But I really do want to invite you guys down here. Um, Delrange and Haunted Road. Where is that? Well, you get on Delrange and you go past all the nightmare that is the Delrange Commercial District and you keep headed east. Um, cross College and then about, a, what, a mile roughly? Yeah, it's like a mile and a half from King Supers going east. So yeah. go past Whitney, and then there's Woodhouse, and then Haunted Road. But you can't miss it. It's, a, it's <laughs> on the uh, south side of the road. You can't miss it. There's a big banner outside. The open house is going on from 11 o'clock till 2 today. Yep. And then doing anything tomorrow, or are you? No, not tomorrow. We're just having it today because we have to skip out of town tomorrow. So. Okay, so but we're going to be 11 till 2 today. We're going to be giving out some phone numbers later on, so make sure you have your pen ready because... If you can't make it out today, I know that these guys are going to love to take your calls, have you come down, take a personal walk around what they have done here. Thank you, Nick. We appreciate that. And if anybody wants a tour, we, you just give us a call and we will come out and meet you and give you a tour and share our passion with you. Absolutely. And the, the passion is obvious. I, is, and I can, I can, when I pulled up in the car, when uh, Ron just pulled up in his charger, this just clearly related to his clubhouse. And that's the other piece. Remember, this clubhouse, now you said, man, hey, late, hey, whatever. Why would you bother? We have built a cave for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's really fantastic. It's beautiful. So, I, if, do I have time to describe what the clubhouse looks like? No, we're going to do that in the... we got 30 seconds, so we are actually going to take the uh, take the break, and then when okay. we come back, we're going to Today is Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. Fox News, three and a half trillion dollars. That's the size of a human infrastructure plan being pushed by the White House. 
includes two years of free community college, expanded Medicare benefits, universal pre-K for all three and four-year-olds. Prescription drug prices are also expected to drop. The president is also pushing child tax credits. Millions of families across the country are receiving between $100 and $300 monthly. Fox says David Spont, Republicans are unified in their opposition. The problem is things aren't free. Somebody has to pay that bill. And at the end of the day, it'll be on the backs, I believe, of hardworking Americans who have jobs and pay taxes. And now Democrats are training the American people that they're going to get a check from the government every single month. South Carolina Congresswoman Nancy Mace on Fox's Cabuto Live. Some Democrats would also like to include immigration provisions in the infrastructure bill, and the situation has just grown more urgent following yesterday's ruling by a federal judge on DACA. Judge Andrew Hannon ruled Friday that the creation of DACA by then-President Obama was unconstitutional because he says it violated the Administrative Procedures Act. In a previous ruling, this judge had said if the country wants a DACA program, it's up to Congress to implement one. President Obama himself had said DACA could not last without congressional approval. Fox says Jessica Rosenthal, the president says the Justice Department will appeal the ruling and in a tweet this morning, Vice President Kamala Harris said in part that dreamers deserve a permanent solution through reconciliation or other means. Coronavirus cases are rising in all 50 states as the Delta variant takes hold and vaccinations stall. America's listening to Fox News. Connect to Fox News Audio on the Fox News app. Listen to hear your favorite hosts like Brian Kilmeade, Jimmy Fallon, and Guy Benson standing up for what's right live and via podcast. Just click listen, then swipe right and hear the latest news updates on your time. And scroll down to hear the latest podcasts from Fox News. And it's even easier to listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Get programming alerts and notifications. Fox News Audio is on the Fox News app. The Voices America Trusts. Download it now. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Dominich, publisher of The Federalist, and I'm inviting you to join a new conversation with the smartest thinkers out there about the country and where we're going. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast. You can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, foxnewspodcast.com, or wherever you download your podcasts. This new show will feature deep dive interviews with newsmakers and some of your favorite Fox News analysts. I hope you'll join me. Subscribe to the Ben Dominich Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. More than 150 people are confirmed dead in Western Europe, where floodwaters ravaged parts of Germany, Belgium, and the Netherlands. Many of those who survived lost everything. Evacuations in northern Spain, where a wildfire is tearing through dry terrain. The fire may have been caused by a discarded cigarette. The unrest that swept across Cuba in recent days has for the most part died down, but human rights groups say hundreds of people are still being detained by the government. There's also continued disruption to Internet service. Florida Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez, the daughter of a Cuban exile, tells Fox and Friends efforts are underway in Florida to remedy that. The governor has been in communications with folks. He's been contacting different companies that have the technology, have the capacity to provide internet. We heard from the FCC chairman himself. They have the ability to do it. They could get it done quickly, expeditiously. They just need the green light from Biden. I don't understand what's taking so long. The protest started Sunday when Cubans demanded access to food and medicine. They also complained about power outages. 
At the height of the coronavirus pandemic, Atlantic City, New Jersey was a ghost town. But now the betters are back. Atlantic City's luck has turned around after last year's COVID lockdowns and restrictions. Casinos there have set a monthly gross gambling record to the tune of $345 million during June. With sports betting won by three racetracks, the total jumps to $393 million. That easily surpasses the money brought in during June of 2019 before the pandemic. The Borgata Casino led the pack as far as cash brought in, followed by the Hard Rock, Tropicana, Ocean, Harrah's, Caesars, Golden Nugget, and Bally's. Fox's Tom Graham. I'm Pam Puso, and this is Fox News. This weather update brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. Your Saturday forecast will feature sunshine with a few clouds this afternoon. Slight chance for afternoon and early evening thunder. Highs upper 80s, low 90s with lows tonight, middle and upper 50s. Most areas dry for Sunday. Temps again upper 80s, low 90s. Any showers or storms should be confined to the foothills and mountain areas. Then dry Monday and Tuesday. Highs again in the lower 90s. I'm day weather meteorologist Don Watzel. Nick Lamoda Guy back on AM650 KGAB. We are here at the Cubby Hole and it has been a tremendous amount of fun. We have people coming down. We have Mr. Ron Langley, Mr. Mopar himself in this area. Um, we have some other folks who I've never met. It, it, one of the great things about them letting me out of the locked up studio where I cook every Saturday morning is that I actually get to meet you folks. And Gail and I, we're, we're at the Cubby Hole, by the way, in case you'd forgotten that. Um, the Cubby Hole, what is it? Well, it is this. It's a personal garage, RV, and my favorite part, classic car condos. Um, it basically means you come down here, you purchase a beautifully built, fully insulated, fully electrified, personal 
storage and shop for your vehicles can do anything you want within it within limits obviously um you can't actually run a the foot business from here, but if you want, if you're an artist, you want to become an art studio. We've got a woodworker purchased one. If you want to do that, well, that is available for you as well. And if you just want to store your car, come down, hang out with a bunch of car guys in this beautiful clubhouse. And That's okay, right. there That's is right. your cue. There's now. my passion. <laughs> <laughs> so the clubhouse started out is because we couldn't put bathrooms in the units. So it's like, okay, let's build one. We'll put a little clubhouse in. We'll put a couple bathrooms and we'll just make it like a little 50 diner style clubhouse, small. It's not 50s. No, it's not 50s. It turned, it morphed into this beautiful, gorgeous clubhouse that has three patios outside. It has roll-up garage doors, patio doors. We put a deck on the back big enough to hold a band. We even wired it for a band just yes. because we want <laughs> to have parties out here. And we're going to do that. One of our favorite bands is Mr. Birds and the Perfect Strangers. Those bums. <laughs> Those bums. <laughs> We oh, Mr. Royer, I hope you are listening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and the part I love the best is uh, one of the main guys with Mr. Bird and the Perfect Strangers is Ryan Whitehead. Oh, yeah, that Bob. Yes. That Bob, yeah. yes. And we love him, too. And we especially love where he works with Wyoming Bank and Trust because they help finance our project. And they have been, if you want a bank, you can't go to a better bank than Wyoming Bank and Trust. Um, or quite honestly, a better bank. In, uh, yes. in Ron Whitehead. They are. The whole, you know, Tom Bass and the Wallaces, they have treated us like gold. And really, if we, because this project has taken so long, I think if we would have been with anybody else, we probably would have been long gone. Um, but they have treated us like gold. And so we want to have some parties out here. And the, inside the clubhouse, we have a warming kitchen. Um, it's fully stocked with plates and cooking utensils and everything you could need to have a party out here. We have a fireplace, a big screen TV, we have a wet bar, and we have three patios so that you can have different parties going on at the same time, and we have two ADA bathrooms. And the one question we get a lot is, why in the world would you put a nice clubhouse with storage facility? Because it's not a storage facility. That's right. It's personal garage condos that yeah. you own. So we want to have events, and we want to have a little community out here where people get together um, and we do things together. Super Bowl parties, maybe a movie night. It has a killer stereo system in here. Yeah, um, uh, maybe a Mustang Club meeting. For sure. Yeah, because, by the way, the, these condos, they're made of steel. I so hope that Ryan is listening to this. <laughs> and since they made the steel, Ryan, you know, those kind of plastic Corvette things, well, they'll fit in just perfectly, but the metal Mustang is that much better. Uh, for sure. <laughs> and they will, I have several I'm going to have about 15 Corvette guys <laughs> calling now. <laughs> but they do. You can have, you know, car clubs out here, wine clubs. Um, we have a member that bought one and, you know, they're going to have wine club, you know, get togethers out here. Yep. So, yeah. Car clubs, this is perfect for car clubs. And you don't have to pay a rental fee. I know some car clubs, they have to rent places um, to hold their car club meetings. And when you own out here, you get to use this facility, the clubhouse, you know, anytime you want. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it's open. Well, it's it's secured, but you, you've got your code. You come in, you respect it, you keep it clean. And again, because you're an owner, 
that is going to be part. That people are going to look after it because they're they going are. to. They're going to take pride in what this is and what you have done. Get is, and I know this wasn't Craig, and I, I, I'm getting away with the, with being rude about him because he's outside. But I know he's, he's given a, tours, and here I am. I get to talk to you. So lucky me. Oh, okay, I was going to say, is this that lucky bad? me. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a good thing. And we're in air conditioning, and he's cooking out there. But, That's right. <laughs> but it is. This is just beautiful. I mean, the colors you chose. I love dark colored cabinets. I just, it just works so well. Good. Um, well, Randy designed the clubhouse for us, Popper, and he did a fabulous job with the does. design and. We just, we love all of it out here. Um, so, yeah, when you buy a unit out here, you become a member of the uh, Condominium Association. Yep. Um, and so you can use the clubhouse whenever you want. One thing I wanted to point out is we went to a lot of effort to secure the facility. Yeah. Um, because we knew people would probably have pricier things that they would store in these units. So we have 13 um, security cameras. Yep. That one in the clubhouse and then out on the complex. And we have every possible way you could, you know, make Maybe get in that we have security on it. Um, you can even, there's an app you can get on your phone so you can even check it out yourself and see what's going on out here to make sure you're, you know, it's being safe and secure. Yep. Um, and so it has the security gate. You have to have code to get in and it, you know, it's just, it's a well, you know, there's a lot of security out here to help protect your. Well, and, and that's an incredibly important part, right? I mean, it is the biggest challenge, unfortunately. As we become a bigger city, as we do tend to get the wash off of Denver and the Front Range, security has become a bigger problem for all of us, uh, both in business. I mean, I've, I've had the challenges I've had with all my shops, um, but having that latest, greatest camera, I, it now, I mean, you're to the point that the camera is going to basically catch anything and everything, and within a, a minute of somebody arriving who doesn't have the greatest idea about what they're going to do here, yeah. somebody's involved, somebody knows about it, security is there, and you get it taken care of. So I, I love what you've done, I really do. I mean, I'm sitting here, and it feels very comfortable. Good. Um, it feels very new, um, but that just. Just, just a great idea. Well, and even last night I was out here getting the facility ready for our open house and to yep. host you. And I had the TV going, and the stereo system is from Audio Matrix, and it is fabulous. And they do a great. Those oh, guys do a great job they as well. Did, yeah, they did a fabulous job. They're the ones who did the security cameras and the sound system. And on each patio, one thing that I like too is we have different zones. So if you are inside watching TV, um, you can have it on there. If you're sitting under these high top tables. You, it has its own speaker here yep. that you could have on. And then the patios all have sound system on them, too. So if you're on the south patio and you don't want to listen to maybe what the people on the east patio are listening to, you can put on your own. Yeah, um, and it's they set to two hours on a Saturday morning where everybody would want to listen to Car Gab, right? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> I just had to jump in on that one. <laughs> I believe we need to be pretty close to a break, don't we, there, Mr. Dobbin? We do have our own personal producer here, the, the Saint, Saint Greg Dobbin. Saint? Saint. <laughs> <laughs> He's put up with me for a lot of years. So we are going to take a break, and we're going to be back at the Cubby Hole on Haunted Road and Del Range right after this on AM650 KGAB.
Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Dear Vet Ticks, it was nice to spend the night with my daughter and other veterans. It's so humbling to attend an event when you feel appreciated. I had a wonderful time with my family. Thank you for the memories, Vet Ticks. Dear Vet Ticks, thank you for a great experience and for your support of the military and veterans. Thank you so much, Vet Ticks. Our family has gone through a lot the last few years, and this gave us a nice break. Every empty seat at a concert, game, or special event is a missed opportunity to say thank you to a veteran or a service member. By giving your extra tickets to Vet Ticks, you'll help America's heroes reduce stress, strengthen family bonds, and create a truly happy memory that will last a lifetime. So when you really want to say thank you for your service, give the experience. Give the memory. Vetex. Give something to those who gave. For more information on how you can make a difference, go to vetex.org. guy back here on Cargab and we are enjoying a fabulous 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 time here at the personal garage RV and classic car condos otherwise known as the cubby hole and the cubby hole is over on Del Range and Haunted Road and the ghosts are friendly I think the ghost actually helped the great Mr. Dobbin and myself get this newfangled thing that's allowing us to do this to actually work correctly. So we are now, um, well, about almost 45 minutes without a technical glitch, which is quite terrifying for me. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, so Craig, you've, you've had a couple of people come in and uh, take a look. We did. We did. And uh, one gentleman's real interested. He's got a classic car. He, he said that he's got a bunch of them, and he said, I've got them all over town in warehouses and storage barns and stuff. And he said, I'd really like to consolidate them, get them into a more secure facility. and put them in there and, and one that he owns yep. rather than renting here renting there again security is a huge thing yep. um this is an incredibly clean facility i mean what you guys have done is just spectacular it really is and then what your amazing wife has done with this clubhouse it is um no, and by the way we made sure she took all the credit for that just because you were gone and you weren't here but now we'll start giving it to him well no i'll, I'll, I'll get Craig the credit for some okay. of the outside okay. but then we'll i'm thinking sorry that, that without sounding uh, strange but this definitely has a touch of somebody who who like thinks about colors and stuff wait a minute do you you do a great job with graves, like concrete and steel. Put all this furniture together. You don't buy furniture and have it delivered. They put it in boxes. They send it to you. You go down in your pickup truck and you pick it up. Yep. And you bring it together. And then you've got to build it. Out, and you sit and put it all together. So, yeah, oh, yeah, so we wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for me putting your chair together. Absolutely. But I wouldn't be sitting on this beautiful chair if it hadn't been chosen by your lovely wife. Jeez, so Sounds sexy. <laughs> sexy to me. Whatever happened to male white supremacy? Um, it was never there. I didn't think so either. Not in my life, anyway. <laughs> you may refer to your wife as a boss. I refer to my wife as the supervisor. The, the supervisor? Yeah, that's. I wouldn't dare. I, I, yeah, no, I think that's quite brave. If I referred to Brooke as a supervisor, Her, she would. She would look at me and go, "No, it's, you should already know what I want." Well, and you know, there's there's a, there's a few clues that she gives me. She's real tactful. She'll go, "Are you going to leave that like that?" Oh yeah, yeah. So years ago, there was a um, radio station uh, over in Laramie, NPR. And NPR had this, like, for the real four-minute talk about this guy whose marriage was extremely successful and they had a great time, but he always knew when he was meant to do something because it might not be direct, as in, go pick up the dead groundhog. <laughs> but somebody would walk by and go, there's a dead groundhog in the yard, which meant... Of course, he was not very sharp at this point because he hadn't learned, go pick up the dead groundhog. And so in my family, ever since then, when there is a comment along the lines of, um, you aren't going to leave that like that, are you? It, that is not a suggestion. That is now called a dead groundhog. Right. <laughs> the other clue they give you is they'll go, you know what we ought to do? And you say yes. Yeah, because you know you're the one that's going to do it. Well, you'll always have guidance. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, always, it's a joint project, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So we have the support staff, and then we have you. Yeah, so, you, so, you, so exactly. So we come full circle to this gorgeous facility with all this beautiful furniture, perfect color matching that you put together. She told you that? You, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> I painted all of the doors in this unit. 
And who chose the colour? She did. (laughs) 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 So, all joking aside, guys, I mean, you obviously are a fabulous team together. You have built a magnificent facility. Folks, the the open house is going on, I mean, basically now through two o'clock, right? I mean, if somebody wants to show up now, I mean, the good news is after 11, you won't have to look at my ugly face. You'll only have these two fabulous folks. But come down to Dell Range and Haunted Road, the cubby hole, and come and see what these guys have done. Come and take a look at what you could put your trailer in, your RV, your classic car, motorcycles, and some of these facilities, I mean, these are, these are big places. I mean, you've got 14 by 50, um, and then the, the, the 20 by 45, that's a huge, that's 900 square feet. Yeah, they're beautiful, and they're tall enough to put them as a mean unit, so you can even get more square footage in addition to that. Absolutely. So let's take a thought on pricing. If you were to rent a regular storage facility, and I did this these numbers a little bit earlier. So to rent a 200 square foot, which by the way, you can't swing a cat in hardly. I mean, don't worry, no cats were damaged in this. Um, that is going to cost you around $200 a month. Now we're talking about 900 square foot, which you can not only swing a cat in, you can turn around cars in it. Um, And you can have all kinds of motorcycles, and you could have a man cave, a mezzanine, you could have everything you want in there. If you were to rent that, you're talking about close to $1,000 a month at a storage facility, which then does not allow you, by the way, to work on the vehicle typically. Tipoli does, certainly does not have this amazing clubhouse. Tippy does not have the kind of store, the security you guys are talking about and certainly doesn't have everybody as an owner and therefore taking huge pride in what is here. Um, so when we start looking at pricing of all these different units, Take a, and come down and talk to these folks about the pricing because it is substantially cheaper in the long run. Remembering that when you rent something, so not you can rent a 900 square foot storage facility, I don't believe in this area, but say you can, that's $1,000 a month that you just help someone else pay their mortgage. You come down to the cubby hole, you own it. And you can do pretty much within reason what you want. You can, and there are, we do have covenants um, so that, yeah. you know, it does keep it, you know, secure and safe for everybody. Because if you're buying one of these, you want to keep your stuff secure. You want to keep it safe. You don't want to have to worry about the guy next door, you know, starting a fire because of what maybe business he might be in there for himself. Um, so this way there's at least some guidelines with what you can do. And you guys are going to, you, you have a condominium association, which I'm sure you guys are going to be directly involved in because um, you take huge pride in what you've done here and you should do. Um, and therefore that is going to be something that's constantly watch. Your typical security um, facility tends to not have necessarily a local owner who is on site regularly. That's going to be completely different for you because of what you've done here. What's interesting is property values and inflation are going up tremendously in Cheyenne. When we did the original contractor and everything, we had to obviously have them inspected or uh, appraised. Yes. 
So when we changed contractors, we had to go through an, another appraisal. It was interesting because in two years, the second appraisal valued those substantially higher than the first so they did. So it came up and he, and he said they're going up at the rate of six percent a year yep and again because you own it yeah. that six percent is yours and the hoa fee is almost and i was going to get into that because the hoa fee so let's before we say how much it is because i think it's extremely I think it's tremendous value, but what is the HOA covering? So let you know, you know, the salesman, salesman in me is going to get. You never give the price before you've said what you're getting. I mean, if I walk up to you with a brand new car, you know, a nice, I don't know, McLaren or something, and I just give you the price of a half million dollars, you're going, well, it's just a car. Why do I want that? So let's talk about what you get with this HOA fee. What are you getting? Um, the HOA fee covers. All of the outside of the buildings. So if a storm comes through and the roof is damaged, that's on the HOA fee. Okay. You're responsible for your own personal insurance inside, inside the, the unit. Whatever you put in there, you're responsible. And we do require proof of insurance. Absolutely. For the safety of everybody involved. And again, as another great example of you looking after and being a good custodian for us, the buyer. Yeah, yeah. If someone trips and falls and gets hurt and uh, the HOA fee covers the insurance for that, it covers all of the utilities in the clubhouse. The water is free. We're on a well and we have water spigots throughout the complex. Each unit is sub-metered, so you're only responsible for the electricity that's used in your unit. Yeah, so it's not, it's not being, so if you have a wood shop with a guy running shopsmiths and everything and sucking power, that's his problem, not the rest of you. Bingo. And it, all of the utilities for the clubhouse, the insurance, and that basically snow removal uh, yep. would be covered under that. Uh, the, the utilities for the electronic cameras. And keeping the place looking great. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is on the HOA. And it's how much a year? 650. A, a, year. Year. a year. I wonder if a that. Year. That is a little over $50 a month. That is fantastic value. It really is. Um, great job, guys. This is so cool. We're going to go on the bottom of the hour news break. Well, bottom of the hour break because they no longer do the news apparently, but we are going to do a bottom of the hour break. And no. Participating locations, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer at 731-21. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack Hanna. Since I was a boy growing up on a farm in Tennessee, I've been fascinated with animals. I'm not only in awe of their beauty and kindness, but also their tireless work ethic. Just look at the birds who gather supplies to build nests, or Swiss foxes who work hard to provide for their young, or penguins who travel up to 500 miles to secure food for their families, or bush babies whose impressive jump allows them to navigate the trees in the wild in search of fruit. This remarkable work ethic is shared by our best friends, the canines. We know dogs are our wonderful pets at home, but because of their acute senses, they also perform life-saving work every day. Dogs keep us safe at airports. They comfort returning veterans, some of whom suffer from PTS. They work with diabetics, alerting them when there's a change in their blood chemistry. Working dogs have a variety of highly trained roles that contribute to society and help those in need. So please join me in American Humane in supporting our heroic working dogs and all the amazing animals on this planet we inhabit together. Go to AmericanHumane.org to learn more. I'm Tiffany. I have some tips for you on how to quit smoking like I did. First, I did some reading about it. 
I found a lot of great advice on how to quit smoking and picked out the ways I thought would work best for me. I started by setting a quit date. Then I threw out my ashtrays, lighters, and matches. I did other things too, like exercising more, and it worked. But I'd still get cravings, especially on long car rides. To help me with that, I put a picture of my mother in my car. She died of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes when I was only 16. Now I have a 16-year-old daughter. That picture of my mother reminds me that I don't want to miss all the things my daughter is going to do in her life, including turning 17. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Obstructive sleep apnea may sound like snoring, but it can also sound like a car crash. Those suffering from sleep apnea are seven times more likely to be involved in or cause a fatal car accident, 20 times more likely to suffer from high blood pressure, eight times more likely to suffer a stroke, and 10 times more likely to suffer a heart attack in their sleep. While it may only sound like snoring, sleep apnea is a serious and even life-threatening condition. But it can be successfully treated. Consult with an oral and facial surgeon as part of a sleep medicine team to find out if your snoring is more than just snoring. Oral and facial surgeons are the experts in face, mouth, and jaw surgery. Learn more about obstructive sleep apnea at myoms.org. This weather update brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. Your Saturday forecast will feature sunshine with a few clouds this afternoon. Slight chance for afternoon and early evening thunder. Highs upper 80s, low 90s with lows tonight, middle and upper 50s. Most areas dry for Sunday. Temps again upper 80s, low 90s. Any showers or storms should be confined to the foothills and mountain areas. Then dry Monday and Tuesday. Highs again in the lower 90s. I'm day weather meteorologist Don Watzel. AM650 KGB, Nick the Motor Guy back here on location at the Cubby Hole, personal garage RV classic car condos just built out on Del Range and Haunton Road. And with us now is Randy Poppert, who is one of those guys that I've been very fortunate to be around over the last few years. And he takes people's ideas and actually, while listening to cool stuff like Led Zeppelin, turns them into great, great, great places. I mean, you did that for our house out, uh, um, out north of town. And wow, look at what you've done here, Randy. It's fabulous. Well, thanks for the kind words, Nick. It, it has been fun working with you in the past. And 
we did do the kind of same thing with the Wilsons. They had an initial idea, and we filled in a few of the blanks. But this is all their dream, and uh, it's been fun to share it with them. Well, and for, for folks like us, and we can have dreams and we can have ideas, but without somebody like Randy, without somebody like you, it, it, it just doesn't... I'm, Brooke and I had lots of ideas about our place. I'm sure you guys had tons of ideas with this, and obviously you did. You still had a great vision. You drove around and looked at all the, the others in the area, and when I say the area, I mean hundreds of miles away. Um, but you brought it all together as you, as you do. What was, the, what was fun for you about this? I mean, other than the fact that you are a car guy. <laughs> um, and no doubt they let you listen to whatever you wanted to while you drew this. It was fun for me to, to reacquaint with an old buddy of mine, Craig, here. Yeah. Uh, we, we've known each other off and on for 45 years, probably. And anyway... Since you were born, then. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we both can still walk and talk and everything. But, uh, Even on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> and you speak in the oh, almost okay accents. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, he walked in my office and told me about his idea and uh, met Gay, and uh, turns out most of the ideas are gays, actually. But uh, Well, that does tend to happen. Do you remember Brooke? And yes. Yeah, yeah, the same thing, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We already had this discussion. I don't know if you were listening, but the, the, Craig was making the point that he put all the furniture together. <laughs> However, Gay chose it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gotten to know quite uh, gay quite well, and uh, I, I try and make Craig feel good that he has made some decisions, but really we know where the, the real decisions are made. So, <laughs> so anyway, but it's been fun. They, uh, as far as the clubhouse itself, they wanted something that made a statement, and that's, oh, and that and that's what we love to do is something that makes a statement that it's fun. And as you can see, this would be a great room for anybody to have a party in. And oh, so. it, this is truly wonderful. Well, and this has Randy written all over it. And the reason I say that is because Randy likes glass. And I learned that when you helped us with our place. And it has a very, it's, it's funny, it has a similar feel. Lots and lots of lights. Um, high ceilings, lots of lights. It just, this is brilliant, Randy. It really is. Well, you're very kind, thank you. Um, and so, so what cars are you putting in here? <laughs> <laughs> We're still negotiating. With, with the cars or the space? <laughs> the space. <laughs> oh. And of course, to all you Corvette aficionados, apparently I've got one of them in here. Um, Randy does have a Mustang. So that Randy and I have always had that affinity. So we and Mustangs, by the way, are made of real metal, and you know, steel, metal. and yeah. yeah they, they, well, Dylan, well, you've never seen it, but I also have an MGTD. I I knew you had a TD. So I have never a, seen English it. English connection there. Yes. Yeah. Notice that I got. <laughs> no. The, the the TD does. What it says is, oh, I don't feel like running today. <laughs> oh, you want to go out today? Oh, that's nice. Sounds like my VW <laughs> Well, that's just the German thing of controlling everything. <laughs> the, the British car is just lazy, doesn't yeah. want to run. The German one just doesn't want to, you to think you control it. Yeah. I really <laughs>
for sure. So I've now insulted two nations there pretty easily. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> so, folks, we have an open house going on here. Del Range and Haunted Road. I keep on wanting to say Haunted House Road. It just clicks together. Oh, but it is the Haunted House down the bottom. Well, these are very friendly ghosts. They helped they the, the, uh, the great Greg Dobbin and I get this thing working. Yes, it took us a half hour, but we got there. With huge thanks to Matt back in the studio, who's probably shaking his head going, why do they let this guy on the radio? Um, but here we are, complete with Haunted Road, a friendly ghost, Randy Poppert, the uh, person who made all these dreams for Gay and Craig happen. And gosh, guys, it's fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we really appreciate Randy coming onto the project with us. Um, he's done a fabulous job and got people out here quick and helped us to get finished because it was dragging and dragging, as a lot of people know. Yep. Um, so Randy was able to come in and help us get this project done. So we are extremely grateful um, to Randy for helping us get this up and going. Yep. So we have amazing buildings here. We have. Uh, great different kind of layouts for you, 14 by 25, 14 by 50, or 20 by 45. But one of the other things, if somebody comes to you and says, I love this, I am never here to actually change the interior. Are you guys going to be able to help maybe if somebody comes in and says, yes, I want to buy this, can you help them customize it? You know, we have, what we've done um, is we've helped people find the people who can help Great. customize it. Yeah. Um, so that way, since they own it, you know, the contract would be between but, them. Between them, but, we, you, right. but you're there help to help facilitate. Yep. We, yeah, we can. And uh, one, of the, one of our customers, or that owners, I should say, um, he had a mezzanine built in his, and we helped him find the contractor um, and got him a good price for that. And so we are more than glad to help people find, you know, different businesses that can help them customize it. So you can customize it to what you want. Again, folks, you own this. This yeah. is not a storage box. This is a facility where you can come down, do whatever you want within that for your classic vehicle, your classic RV. If you want to be an art studio, you've got an art studio. And then you've got this magnificent clubhouse to come and enjoy and relax in. I sure. Mean, and you can even paint the inside of your, you know, if you want to put a big Bronco on the side of your storage um, wall, because one thing that we haven't talked about a big is... big Bronco, or would that be a big red N? Well, you see my shirt. Yeah, I do. That's it's, Yeah, it's going to be a corn husker for me. <laughs> I, I didn't see a Bronco. I didn't see anything Broncos here, but I see Nebraska. <laughs> well, you do see Nebraska and Wyoming. So, yeah, corn husker, cowboy, whatever you want to put on it, you can do that. All of the units are finished on the inside. They all have steel paneled walls that are, so all of them are finished on the inside. Um, yep. So it makes it even nicer. And again, they all have the 110, the 220, and you know, they're a quality product. And so they are. And one of the things like I noticed want. right away is whoever did the concrete here did a fabulous job. And that is one of the biggest challenges whenever you're doing a building is somebody who really knows how to put down a, con a, a, a concrete floor because there's nothing more miserable than working on something and having it uneven. It is, and this, these are fabulous guys. They, they did a really great job. And originally we were going to put down asphalt um, and then um, we had a concrete company, Simons, who's recommended putting in the concrete because yeah. he said he's seen projects where with, we do have step downs. That was one of the challenges that, you know, the, 
this sits on a corner, and so one of the challenges we had was trying to utilize the space in the best way we could. Yep. Um, and so it had a 25% grade, and so there are a lot, there's step downs, and so, you know, that has created, that was a challenge in itself. Um, and so they recommended doing the concrete um, to avoid some of the problems you'd have with asphalt. And it, it just makes it look so clean against the colors you've chosen outside. It, it, it looks clean and put together and something you could have so much pride in here. Uh, and that's, and again, when you, you walk into a unit, you've got high quality doors. You've got, as you said, 110 volt in multiple places within the unit. Mm -hmm. You've got a 220 volt. Do you, how many storage sheds, folks, have you seen with 110, let alone 220? And multiple. There's three multiple. 110. Yeah. And, you know, three of the 110s in each unit plus the 220. And each one is separately metered, so you do not need to worry about Fred next door using all the power yeah. and you paying for it. It is yours. It is. And there's also LED lighting uh, yeah. in the units, so they're lit as well. Yeah. And yeah, and I saw that right away. And I've got LED. Yeah. Sorry. LED was the greatest thing for, for a car sure. guy, mechanic, well, actually probably any kind of building, right, Randy? I mean, you, that, it's completely changed how you think about things, hasn't it? It, it is. It takes so little power now to, to light a building. Yeah. I, recently, we were changing some of the lights in the showroom, and we actually used about half the number of fixtures because the light is so much more direct, so much cleaner, and quite honestly, way less tiring as well. And so... Yeah. And the large units have three yep. big lights in them, and the smaller units have two. So they are bright. They really light up the Oh, yeah. Space. No, and I was looking in the one when I, I got here. They're, they're, they're fabulous. They really are. So we are down here. They are going to be open here until 2 p.m. This is... Uh, Again, Dell Range and Haunted Road. Just head east. It's about a mile and a half east of uh, King Supers, just east of Whitney Road on the south side. You're not going to miss this place. Uh, it, is, it is really great. Even if you don't have an idea of what you could do with this, you should really just come down and look because you know what? By the time you leave, I bet you have an idea. You know, and that's one of the challenges we've had is when you think storage, you just think of, you know, cars or RVs. Well, Yes, actually, I do. Both. I knew you did. That's why I said it first. Or motorcycles. <laughs> or, yes, or I, I, motorcycles. But there's so many other things that you can do with these units. Absolutely. It's not just to store your stuff. You know, you can actually use it. We have, you know, one gentleman who is using his as a woodworking shop. Yeah. Um, you know, and we have other people that just want to use it to, like as I said, an art studio. Some lady, you know, inquired about putting an art studio in it. Um, you can do a business as, you know, if you're just storing. We've had some people look at it to store documents documents in it. Yep. Um, we've had a gentleman that does a lot of work up here from Colorado, so he's going to put his equipment in it yep. um, to store it up here so he doesn't have to drive it back and forth. And so there's a lot of other uses besides just, you know, for vehicles too. Well, and re remembering that there are those of us that have old cars such as MGs um, that, need working, oh, oh, that need working <laughs> on. And with the lighting, with the electrical that's in there, you can very easily put in a lift into one of these. In yes. fact, some of these new lifts, um, if, if you guys haven't seen them, they don't even need to be mounted to the floor anymore. And they can actually, they actually 
have casters. Have you seen these, Randy? Yeah, because I got one, and it's cool as heck. Four post lift, doesn't need mounted to the floor. All you have is the cable to, to be able to plug it in to use the lift itself, and you can put it on casters and move it anywhere within the box you're in. So for what you've built here, that type of uh, lift for your vehicle so you can work on it get underneath it with these would be absolutely perfect for one of these it would be and we've had a lot of people inquire about putting lifts in there and um, and so if, if you do get anybody coming in going well if i put a lift in then it restricts what i can do with it with these new mobile ones it doesn't you that's can cool. literally put it wherever you want so that's a uh, have you seen those I, I haven't seen a mobile one can you push it with the car on it no you can't push it with the car on it but what you can do is move it where you want and then pull the car onto it okay and it can I go anywhere yeah it would uh, and that was my first question but I can tell you particularly with my my problem that I have um, <laughs> just having the ability to be able to move the lift out of the way and have a car that I'm working on then on that lift and still be able to do other things, store whatever, move things in and out. Um, it is it is something I think which would work great in these. It is, and again, it's they're tall enough that you could even put a mezzanine in it yep. with that lift. And a lot of these new lifts are running 110. So that's uh, so that's you're not good. having to use the 220 to lift it with. A lot of these newer pumps are uh, very efficient, 110 volts. So that that also helps with what you you guys well you guys, but some of the folks that are going to come and buy these yeah. are going to want. Well, and the nice thing about it too is we have 24/7 access, so you yeah. can come out anytime. We don't have restrictions as far as what hours you can be out here. You can come out anytime you want. And it's great. Benefit. It's a huge benefit. And then you've got this fabulous clubhouse. With that, we are going to take a break. Um, and I almost feel like we need to have Mr. Bird and the Perfect Strangers out here right now playing because uh, they would they could play us through the rest of the uh, song. But apparently Chris and Ryan and Jeremy have other jobs. I just I, don't, I don't understand. Get I, don't I don't get it either. No, I don't either. To learn more at participating locations, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer N73121. Hey, this is Rosie Harvey, your local online marketing consultant from Town Square Interactive. Do you own a small business and want to have more results with your website? Or maybe you just need a website. You're good at what you do. You don't have to be good at digital marketing, too. Leave that to me in Town Square Interactive, and we'll make sure your business has the online presence it deserves. With month-to-month -month contracts, personalized marketing packages, single points of contact, you don't have any 800 numbers to deal with or automated answering systems when you choose Town Square Interactive for your digital marketing campaign. If you don't have time to advertise your business by yourself, rely on us at Town Square Interactive to make sure your ideal customers can find you online. We'll even take the guesswork out of determining the ROI by sending you monthly reports and giving you a live dashboard login. Townsquare Interactive will give your business the visibility it deserves. Call me, Rosie Harvey, at 287-0240 to learn more about how I can help you market your small business. Again, that's 287-0240. Or you can look me up online at townsquareinteractive.com forward slash Cheyenne. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know 
whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. Well, I saved my pennies and I saved my dimes. Guy back here on AM 650 KGAB. We are here at the Cubby Hole, live on location. Uh, thanks to Matt in the studio, thanks to Greg Dobbin who has helped us out, made sure that we are somewhat organized. I mean, and organizing me is always a challenge anyway, as anybody who knows me, uh, well, it is what it is. But the Cubby Hole, personal garage, RV, classic car condos, you have your choice of 14 by 25. 14 by 50 pull through. Now that's a big deal, guys. If you've got a trailer, you can own this facility to keep your trailer safe. Keep it in, keep it in an insulated building during the winter. Keep it out of the hail year round and you can pull it in and pull it out. Um, 16 to 18 foot ceilings, 12 by 14 insulated garage doors, full electrical throughout them. And you've also got the, Add a benefit of 220 power. And Gay Wilson is with me. Uh, Craig is out running around looking important. And Randy Poppet has just run away from us. So it's just you and me, Nick. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just us two. <laughs> we got the whole mic store. Side. And we've only got about seven minutes left of the show. Gosh, already. Um, so I thank you for having me out here. Oh, I mean, this has been so great. We want to thank you for being willing to come out here and do on site with us and promote our business because. I don't think we could any, get anybody better Well, you promote it. <laughs> so we appreciate it. Thank but, you. But, you know, it, it's always easy to promote something when you see somebody who's done it right. Well, um, we appreciate that. Thank I mean, you. It really is. From the moment you come pull through that gate, or actually, quite honestly, just pull up to the concrete apron. Here we are in an incredibly clean, incredibly organized facility. And then you hang a left into this gorgeous clubhouse and you go, hang on a second, I am so... <laughs> Why is this here? <laughs> well, but it makes sense. It does. When you, once you, you know, a lot of people said, why would you put a clubhouse with storage units or, you know, that you own? Um, but it's because it's, it gives you a place to, if you're working on your car, you can come in here, grab a pop out of the fridge, watch a little baseball, yeah. take a break. You know, there's two ADA bathrooms and it just, it's, when I, I, my mom had passed away, I had two storage units that I was renting. And every time I had to use the bathroom or need a drink, I had to go close my unit. If I had stuff working on it, I had to put it away, go up to the gas station, come back, 
and it was extremely inconvenient. And so here, you can work on your stuff all day long. You can come eat if you want to, heat up your lunch. You know, there's a warming kitchen in it, and you can just stay out here and enjoy it or have your family out for a barbecue that night and barbecue some hamburgers up. It really is fantastic. Um, And quite honestly, folks, if you want something here, uh, get down here because... You've already, you, you've been third. over, you have just, I mean, literally just finished this place. Yeah, literally and just finished. And we are yeah. already one third taken. Yes, we're already one third so, sold out. Um, of the pull through units, you've only got two left. Yep, we've got two left of those. Uh, and quite honestly, that, that, those attract me tremendously. Yeah, they um, are nice. They are just great. And then of the bigger units, I mean, you're, the, there's not going to be much opportunity here, folks. So come down, take a look. Again, Del Range, Haunted Road, the Cubby Hole. Come and see Gay. Come and see Craig. They have huge passion for this. If you could see the passion okay. that's gone into just the clubhouse, let alone these storage units. And I, I am... Yeah, they're not a storage unit. They are a condo. They really I are. I, I, we, I, we've got to get away from that. And I, I'm sorry, I'm guilty of it. Garage but these condo, are so, storage condo. They're yeah. so much better than what, what, what the thought of a storage, anything to do with storage. This is not storage. This is a facility that allows you to do absolutely anything you could possibly want with it. It's kind of like a little mini house, actually. It really is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the best That's part. That's an idea. So when Brooke finally kicks me out, I have somewhere to go. Oh man, I hate to tell you, but you can't live in a Skins County code. <laughs> you got to catch me first. Yeah. <laughs> true. That is true. That is true. But the thing I like about it. So I wouldn't be living here. I would just be cuddling my car. Yeah, that is not the same. It's so, not the yeah, same, it's no. It's not the same as No, that. my car f- felt lonely at 3 in the morning. I had to come down and check that's on right. it. And that's the beauty of it, because you can get in here, you know, 24-7, seven. 365. And that was a setup for you, that wasn't it? That was a soft toss. Yeah, it was. Here. Softball. Excellent. Uh, again, you're going to be here till 2 o'clock for yep, the open house. We have house. our open house from 11 to 2, so please come on out so we can give you a tour. We love sharing our passion. And I would love to... I, I, I want to continue helping you guys anyway with this. I'd love to have you back on the show. Even if I can't always come out here, you can call and tell us how you're doing. Um, I'd you. love to follow up with that because I, I really don't think you're going to have these for long. I, 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 There's been a lot, a lot of interest. We have a lot of people you know, looking at buying it. So, yeah, I'm hoping that that is very true. Yeah. Well, you could not. I'm looking at these. You went and built one of these on your own personal and I know a lot of people are saying about the patch, but I'm just looking at the prices you are asking for the size of the you could not rent for what you pay would pay in a mortgage for these facilities. And then you wouldn't have security. Well, Six hundred and fifty dollars a year, really? To take care of my will, take care of my pay. Oh, yeah, and by the way, have this fantastic clubhouse. Well, and the way you look at it is that, you know, it is real estate. You get a warranty on it. So if you use it for 10 years and you sell it, you get the profits off of it. Absolutely. And so basically. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. Brooke is fighting back. I'm Pam Puso. 
Fox News. The social media giant has taken issue with a comment by President Biden that Facebook and other big tech companies are killing people with misinformation on the COVID-19 pandemic. Facebook issued a number of statements, including one that accused the White House of looking for scapegoats for missing their vaccine goals. Conservatives have a different take. They're concerned about free speech. The White House says misinformation about the COVID-19 vaccine is spreading far and wide online, so it says it's working with those social media companies to flag controversial posts. But critics say this move reeks of government censorship. The debate comes as President Biden faces growing pressure to get the pandemic under control. New cases there skyrocketing in some states, especially where vaccinations are lagging. Facebook, they said we will not be distracted by accusations which aren't supported by the facts. The fact is that more than 2 billion people have viewed authoritative information about the vaccine on Facebook, which is more than any other place on the internet. Fox's Mark Meredith. The White House is also weighing in on a DACA ruling by a federal judge. The judge says the Obama-era program that protected hundreds of thousands of young immigrants from deportation is illegal. President Biden calls the ruling deeply disappointing. Despite searing heat, migrants are still arriving at our southern border. Halfway through 2021, we're already at 1.1 million migrants crossing the southwest land border. Uh, that We re clearly are on track to come near a record, if not setting an all-time record. Fox's Jonathan Seri. It's not a great day to be flying in and out of Portugal. A strike by airport workers has caused the cancellation of over 200 flights, according to local media. The walkouts were over wages. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey, this is Trey Gowdy, host of the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Every Tuesday, you'll hear what's on my mind. Plus, every Thursday, there's a special bonus episode where we answer the questions that are on your mind. Make sure to spend your Tuesdays and Thursdays with Trey. Subscribe now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Hope to see you. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's the Fox News Rundown. Start your day with a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. A daily morning podcast going far beyond the headlines. Tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Jessica Tarlov. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. It's been one year since the passing of Congressman John Lewis, the civil rights pioneer who worked to pass comprehensive voting rights legislation. In California, a new naval ship is being christened in his name, and later, Lewis will be honored at a candlelight vigil in Washington. Protesters gathered at the Cuban embassy in Washington today. They want President Biden to help the people of Cuba after days of anti-government protest. Demonstrators have also been rallying in the Miami area. The support for the Cuban people here is strong here in South Florida, particularly in Miami. In the time that we've been out in front of the iconic Versailles restaurant, we've seen folks driving down with Cuban flags blasted on their cars and honking their horn in support of freedom for the people of Cuba. And those protests will continue. Fox says Charles Watson, President Biden has said the U.S. is considering ways to restore Internet service in Cuba. Despite layers of pandemic protocols, the coronavirus has found its way into the Olympic Village in Tokyo. 
The games get underway in less than a week on July 23rd, and already one person has tested positive for COVID-19 inside the Olympic Village. Officials say it is not an athlete. The positive test was reported on Friday. Due to confidentiality, details are limited. The person is identified as games-concerned personnel and listed as a non-resident of Japan. Officials confirm that person now is in a 14-day quarantine. The Olympic Village on Tokyo Bay will house about 11,000 athletes and thousands of staff during the Games. Ann Carrick, Fox News. Britain's health minister is self-isolating after testing positive for the virus and experiencing mild symptoms. The secretary, who's fully vaccinated, took over last month. His predecessor was forced to resign after breaking social...